This week on Dice Boys. I got a, I got a stage dive. I have a lot of experience with this. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Dice Boys. This is episode 5 of The Lonely Art Collector. Last time on episode 4, a huge fight unfolded in Thornrose Tower as a group of hostile humans, led by a man named Hans, broke into the tower. Matthias and Alok eventually got sucked into the fray, as did Dodge, but not before encountering Hans directly and learning that Hans like the players, is also looking for a painting, as well as a dagger belonging to his grandfather. Meanwhile, Yon Yon and Biggle took the opportunity to explore more of the tower, finding the third floor to be an unfinished remodel. The spiral stairs ended at the fourth floor, where they found a music stand with some sheet music, an unfinished painting, and a table of papers. We left off with Holly and Matthias on the balcony, ready to fight together against Hans and his crew in defense of not just the tower, but the sanctity of the woods themselves. Oh, and also there were some greasy burning stairs, a shield sled, and a psychopathic bow tie wearing half orc named Fancy Henry. Thanks for joining us. Let's go down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Okay, so Matthias on the balcony. Holly turns to you and says, "Half elf or no, together we will defend these woods." And she steps back from the ledge so that Hans and Yasmina and Josefina don't have as good of an angle on her, and she steps back toward you and kind of pushes you back toward the wall so that you guys are up against the wall near the dumbwaiter. And as she does that, you hear her speak something in Druidic. And you recognize this. And you recognize it as it courses through your body. And she casts a spell on you. And she casts. And you realize what it is as she says, How's that for you, Longstrider? And she casts Longstrider on you. I believe that this would be uh, a good fit for me. Thank you. And backs you up kind of between the dumbwaiter and where Jens and Jurgen and Fancy Henry are rolling around on fire trying to put their bodies out. Meanwhile, down in the hallway between the kitchen and the banquet hall, Dodge, you hear a commotion coming from the banquet hall that you just left. You'd saw a flash of green light and you hear the, the grunting, struggling sounds of this curly lipped, curly haired, hulking human kind of muffled from the room. And he comes bursting out the door covered in weird vines and 
bramble and stuff that he's tr- he's terrifyingly trying to pull off of himself and his body bursts into yours and I want you to give me a strength check to see if you stay in the hall or he he just didn't know that you were there. Perhaps might I make a dex check to see if I can dodge out of the way? <laughs> see if you can dodge yeah, out right. of the way? That is sure. my specialty Ooh. after all. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. That's an 18. Uh, yeah, he comes bursting out and as he's throwing these vines off his body. I would like to dodge back into the door that he came from. Okay. He catches eyes with you frantically as you jump back into the room and you are now in a thick entanglement of... Did I die? No. (laughs) (laughs) You are not going to take damage, but you are going to have to make a strength check if you want to move through this. It's not your turn right now. It's actually his turn. And his turn was spent trying to free himself from the entanglement that this uh, wood elf that you had freed previously cast in the room to give you an opportunity to get away, ironically. (laughs) Nice. Oopsies. So back up onto the balcony, Matthias, you and Holly have backed up against the wall and you see Jens and Jurgen and Fancy Henry rolling around on the ground trying to put each other out. They're on fire. Go ahead and roll a D8 for me. Ooh, gladly. And that will be the fire damage that they take at the start of their turn. That's a four. Okay. Jurgen is not feeling great. Uh, you see uh, a blackened singe kind of come up on his face. And they are... Oof. They're still on fire. The, as much as they roll around and try and help each other, they're just... One of them has a greasy fire hand that's trying to put out the fire on the other one and it's just... Restarting the restarting fire? Restarting the fire. <laughs> greasy high fives. Greasy high fives full of fire. And so they're just... They're standing up now, but they're all patting each other trying to put out this fire. Cutscene. Nobody can really see this, but out on the front stoop of the tower are two dogs, Fifi and Fufu, looking for a spectral cat, which they realize is fake. Damn it. They kind of (laughs) stand there on the stoop for a little bit and sniff around. And it's at that moment that, Matthias, you see two crossbow bolts come flying up toward you and Holly. One of them hits off the banister of the balcony and the other one shoots right over your shoulder and shoots through the stained glass window. You hear the voice of one of them say, Hans, there's another one in the hallway. He just jumped into the banquet room. Alok, you're at the top of the spiral stairs. You can hear the commotion down below where Jens, Jürgen, and Fancy Henry are on fire rolling around in Greece. And Yon-Yon has just given you an order to go down and help Holly. What do you do? I imagine my back is to the lip of the staircase, like I have been trying to get the advantage there. Okay. So imagine I'm sitting there and flames are just burning the staircase behind me because the stairs are on fire also, right? They are starting to smolder, yes. Okay. Don't worry about that. <laughs> NBD. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to make a move for the dumbwaiter. 
which Matthias called right before he went downstairs. Correct. Yes. And I'm going to try and fit inside there. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's a biggle sized (laughs) dumbwaiter. Give me an insight check. That is going to be a 10. You're looking at it. It's made of wood. You don't see a way that you could fit your body in there as is. Okay. Chop um, an arm off. I start cutting, I start cutting my <laughs> arms off. Big diet, real quick. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to roll open the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... You said it's made of wood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to inspect the ceiling and see the ceiling of... The dumbwaiter. The dumbwaiter. Mm-hmm. And see if I can bust through it. Yeah, give me give me investigation, I guess, <laughs> or insight, whatever you whatever you want, either of those two. So I have to think about it. <laughs> I mean, I I could, I could try to just throw my fist through it, right? You could, if that's what Alok would do. If Alok would be like, I don't know, maybe I'll I mean, just get in. I mean, there's fire. There. Like, um, uh, I don't know. Let's think about it. Let's think about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. Oh boy. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm not a... Okay. Yeah. Then, then just do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna try and just uppercut like Mortal Kombat style this... Uh, the, the roof of the, the dumbwaiter? The roof of the dumbwaiter. Okay. Give me a strength roll. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Ow. <laughs> that's an eight. Oh, geez. Uh, it gives a little bit, but uh, yeah, dust and wood flex... Uh, drop down in inside the dumbwaiter as your fist slams into it and the boards that make up the ceiling of this dumbwaiter kind of shake upward a little bit and vibrate. And you feel like if you uh, if you give it a little bit more, you might be able to break it. But as as it stands right now, there's it's solid and it's you can't solid. get in it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dice don't lie, dog. Dice don't lie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the staircase that is. Next meets a spiral staircase going down. Mm-hmm. How big of a drop is it to the next balcony or to the next floor? Down to the balcony? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be able to drop directly. I, mm-hmm. You could maybe like swing from the edge and swing out from the... I'm thinking like maybe take like three steps down to where I can just barely fit between the railing and the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. And then just maybe like hop over. Yeah. You okay. could do that. I'm going to do that. Without taking bludgeoning damage. It's, it's you know, a 10, maybe 12 feet if you take a few steps down so that you're clearing the ceiling. Yeah. I will do that. Okay. So you punch the dumbwaiter like, well, fuck this. And you jump over the edge, down onto the stairs, take a few steps down so you're clearing the ceiling, and you jump down right next to Matthias and Holly and these three flaming figures. Fancy Henry, his bow tie on fire, looks at you and goes, A-lock! And he suddenly seems less concerned about the fact that he's on fire and more concerned with the fact that he wants to smash you in the face. So cut back over to Dodge. You've just jumped in the room where there is an unconscious wood elf who you used as a shield previously. And there's the other one, you'd freed his hands and ungagged him, but he's still bound a little bit, and he's looking at you wide-eyed as you jump into the entanglement that he created, and you see him roll his eyes, 
and he drops concentration on this spell and the entanglement goes away. He kind of looks at you and looks at the bonds on his feet and kind of gestures like with his head and I guess he can speak too. He says, well, let's do this together then. Sounds good to me, boss. You got any uh, weapons or anything like that? He says, they've all been taken. They're thrown in a pile, probably with yours. His feet are tied up. Yeah. And that's his turn. So now we are back at the top of the initiative order with you, Yon-Yon. As you are making your way up the stairs a bit behind Biggle, you're leaving the fray happening on the balcony. You're leaving the second floor making your way up to the third floor, and you just given your insight to Biggle about where a wizard might hide a thing, and then saw him just book it up the stairs with his tiny little legs. Yeah, so I imagine I'm pretty much I'll just come out to the third the third floor of the tower. Yeah, and you see the same thing that Biggle saw, which is an open f- floor plan, and the spiral staircase that you're on is in the center of this floor and heads up another floor to the fourth floor where Biggle has ran. And it looks like this whole floor was under construction or remodel, and you see piles of wood and piles of stone and panes of glass uh, that are meant to fill in these framed windows. One of these panes has fallen over in the storm and shattered, and there's broken glass all over, and there's random mundane tools and um, some crates of presumably worker supplies. Yeah, so it just looks like a pretty basic like, construction project, so I'd mm-hmm. probably just make my way back up to the fourth floor. So I'd probably take the dash action as well and just run up to the, to the fourth floor where Biggles is. Okay. So yeah, you emerge onto the fourth floor in relative silence as the storm outside is subsiding and you have now put enough distance between yourself and the fight downstairs. It's kind of a serene moment as you see Biggle taking in everything around him you see the same things that he saw you see a music stand with some sheet music on it and you see an easel with an unfinished painting and some completely dried out paints and paintbrushes sitting next to it so the painting is incomplete is there anything on the painting at all is there like a sketch of any kind or uh you're welcome to walk over to it and yeah i would uh, yeah, i would yeah, like to, yeah okay, i would definitely gonna, would probably see the easel and would be the yeah it looks it looks like oh how are you doing big it's good to see you and then <laughs> make my way towards the okay yeah it it looks as though it is a landscape painting and it looks somewhat similar to this, the panoramic view that you have of the forest around you from this floor. Mm-hmm. But it is different, too. The, the, way, the, it, the, the forest looks the same, but it also looks a little different. Maybe more vibrant and colorful. Okay, um, and then I guess to end my turn, I'd like to go over to where the sheet music was and mm-hmm. just kind of investigate that to see if there's any sort of pattern to it or if it seems like there's something where my head is at is it if there's I assume it's just there wasn't there's no instrument but there's just music correct so I just want to investigate if there's any sort of like if I can determine there's a melody or a pattern of some sort to maybe unlock or do something like this might be some sort of sound or yeah Uh, so what I what I what what I'm going to ask you is first of all can Yon Yon read sheet music 
He can. Yes. Probably something that he learned in the academy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like all wizards kind of like, oh, they're like really about cooking, and Yan Yan was definitely more into music. Sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, most wizards into cooking, Yon Yon into music. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, it's pretty cool. You're like, you're when like you get cooking, to your electives, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can choose cooking, yeah. or you can choose home ec, music, or PE. Yeah. Most, most very few wizards. Very few choose wizards PE. going to PE. And I created my own program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, independent studies. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Give me an intelligence roll. Damn it. That's going to be an 11. 11 is enough for you to get a rough sense of the melody that is sketched out here and it sounds something like this and you see at the top in elvish it says an ode to revelry and nothing happens when i hum it no okay do you notice anything weird in here, Biggles? I mean, this place is rather lovely, don't you think? It's very peaceful. The only thing that's weird to me is how the contrast between this and the rest of this tower. I am just at a loss here. I don't, I haven't seen anything that sticks out or seems out of place. I don't know where this, where this painting is. There must be some things that we haven't investigated so cut from your guys's wonderful little moment quiet little moment in this panoramic view down to matthias who is next to holly who has just cast long strider on him and you guys are up against the dumb waiter and jens and jurgen and fancy henry are on fire and alok has just dumped jumped down from the stairs and he's now next to you on the balcony and fancy henry is pulling out his cudgel and is his bow tie is on fire, his face is on fire, and he doesn't care, and he's moving toward Alok as though he's about to attack him. Matthias, what do you want to do as crossbow bolts are firing from the main floor? It seems as this is a very uh, exciting place to be, no? Uh, and then I'm going to run along the wall mm-hmm. um, toward the other side where my shield is that it shot out when I fell down. Yes. Um, and I'm going to run down... Pick up my shield. Uh, how far is that? Maybe 10 feet. Okay, yeah. So I pick up my shield, um, and I am going to run back and kind of get in a, in a like, pose position with, uh, with Holly. Mm-hmm. And I am going to grab one of the throwing knives um, out of my belt and throw it at the one guy that looks pretty singed. Yes. Ooh. This is Jurgen who just got that's, his his face just blackened yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's not gonna do it. That's a, that's a uh, ten. Yeah, you throw it and uh, he's he's flailing around. Ah, ah, his face is on fire and you just you just huck it right past his ear. Great, and it poof, buries into the steps, which are also now starting to burn. Yeah, uh, and then I am going to cast healing word on myself and uh, give me a <laughs> little give me a little bump. It's probably not a bad idea. Um. Yeah, and that is going to be four, six. Woo! That's nice. It feels good. As that healing energy courses through you, you hear Hans from below say, Holly, it seems we have you pinned. There's no chance for you. And he starts coming up the stairs to the left. 
and reaches the top of the stairs and fires a crossbow bolt at Holly. Yeah, and it buries right into her, right into her arm. Arm's not so bad. You only oh, need. Oh, whammy! That's not good for eight damage. She's a tough bird, though, right? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> out, of, out of character, Yanyan is terrified to go downstairs. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I just feel like if I step foot down there, I'm just gonna get my ass blasted. <laughs> and then you hear him say, "Fifi, Fufu, get back in here." Biggle, cut back up to you guys in this yeah. nice, beautiful, contemplative space. Is there um, is there like a chair in this room or anything? There is not, but I would like for you okay. to give me a perception check. Okay. As you're looking around. I yeah. Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. What's that? A six? Not very perceiving. Oh, a four. <laughs> Even worse. Okay. Can I make another perception check? Uh, no, but you can do the Arcana. Yeah, I would love to make an Arcana check. Wow. That's, the that's same another number. four. That's the same number, <laughs> dog. Right. Our life. Okay, that's going to be a nine, though. Okay. Um, you do sense Listen, that there's... I know that there's some weird magic shit going on in this room. I feel it. Here's what I'll tell you. You remember looking at the tower from the outside. Yeah. And you don't remember, remember seeing windows. a whole round floor of windows. Right. Okay. When I was coming up the stairs, there were no more stairs going up. Correct. Beyond this. Correct. This is the top. This is as far as the stairs go. <sighs> Yan Yan, someone is playing a trick on us here. This room shouldn't exist. It doesn't exist from the outside. We have to go up. We have to figure out a way to go up. There's got to be another way to go up. I don't know, Biggles. There's got to be a secret door in here, or... We're on the wrong floor. I mean... Can I... I, I want to make another... I want to investigate. I want to... I think that there is a secret door somewhere in this room. Okay. And I want to investigate for it. Okay. You tell me what you're looking at as you start investigating. As Are you looking at the floor, the walls, the ceiling? I, just, I don't... Uh, I don't think it's in this room. <laughs> Shit. All right. Uh... Biggle is pacing back and forth across the room, and he's saying, there's got to be another way to the top. We're in the wrong room. Or maybe we're not in the wrong room, but this is not the right room. Yan Yan, I'm... I gotta go. And then I go back down the stairs, down to the third floor. The construction floor. Yeah. Okay. Great. And as you go down the stairs, you can hear the sounds of battle getting a little bit louder. Right. What do I see when I get to the third floor? The same thing you saw before. It's just a, ro a room full of open construction. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, there are windows. Which you saw from the outside. Uh-huh. One of them was under construction and had like a pane that was going to be put in it, and that pane has fallen over. Okay, I'm going to that window. Okay. I'll use my dash action if I don't have enough movement, but I'm going to try to get to that window as fast as possible. We'll say, we'll say this is kind of all your turn. You're not okay. going to be able to sure. also cast a spell and attack That's someone, fine. but like, we'll say just you're, you're frantic, so you're moving around a bunch. Okay. And yeah, you peek out the window, uh -huh. and that will be your turn. <laughs> get to what you see in a moment. Cut downstairs to the banquet hall. Dodge, you were there with Powell. 
All right, Bubba, I think we ought to haul ass, and uh, <clears throat> I'm going to run out, out the bango hall. Um, I'm going to... Are you going to free him? I actually have two important questions. <laughs> we got to haul so ass and feed her tied together. While you're tied down, I've got two questions Do for I, you. Like, where in the main room did they throw like the pile of weapons? Um, right near the door to the banquet hall. Oh, sick. Okay. Um, how boarded up is that boarded up window? Give me an investigation roll. I mean... It, I only saw it for a second when I yeah. was like, or I guess perception. Then just kind of like ha- what you would have noticed, just passively looking at it. Eighteen. Uh, Eighteen. All right. Yeah. Uh, Tell us everything there is to know about this window. What did <laughs> when did right tree, now? When was the tree cut down, Blake? <laughs> <laughs> you see that it's a nice fur. Um, Aged wood. <laughs> Not from this area. <laughs> yeah, tempered. Uh, no, it's. It's it was a roughshod job, and in fact, the storm has loosened some of the boards. Cool. And also, did they take my crowbar when they took my weapons? They took your pack. They took everything you had. No, oh, you had it stuck in your pants, though, right? <laughs> Where a cudgel would be. <laughs> Where a cudgel well, would be. Uh, does this? These guys don't have weapons either. So I'm gonna go to the door. I'm gonna try to just like open the door and grab just grab anything out of the pile of weapons okay so you're gonna go to the main door to the banquet hall yeah. not the one that leads not to the, the hall one, yeah. right but the uh the one that leads to the the, the main area yes all right so just yeah like real quick like you know open like a snake my yeah, hand yeah, goes yeah. out and then <laughs> it just grabs anything it touches yes, <laughs> yes. Um, Hopefully something sharp, but not too sharp. Okay, here's what, here's what I I, I want to leave this up to the dice to see yeah. how much cool shit you were able to grab on the fly. So cool. let's just say Dex. Okay. You know what? No, I'm gonna give this to you. We'll say sleight of hand. Okay, cool. This is definitely a sleight of hand roll. He's sliding his hand through a doorway. <laughs> I mean, slide, come on. slide of hand. Yeah, just play with the words a little bit. Slide of hand. Oh man. That's a big boy. That's a 23. You get all of it. You get all of it. You get your pack, which has your crossbow on top of it, and your middle finger hooks around a bow and quiver. Okay, I don't have a crossbow. Can it be my whip that's on top of it? Yes, whatever whatever your weapon would be, I guess. We'll wreck on that. When I said crossbow, I meant whip. Um, Rad. So I'm going to... I guess use an arrow to cut the guy's bonds. Cool. Yeah. That'll be your turn. Yeah. And then um, prepare to get my ass handed to me. No. Good fucking turn. (laughs) You slide a handed like a pro. Matthias up on the balcony next to you. Hans is coming up one set of stairs. Yasmina and Josefina are coming up the other set of stairs. The conflagration on the stairs leading up to the second floor is increasing as Jens and Jürgen and Fancy Henry are dealing with it in their own ways. And you see Holly, she looks at you and she says, I'm running out of spell slots, but I have enough time for this. (laughs) And in her hands appears a ruined piece of oaken wood with a giant knot at the end. It appears in her hands, and then she brings her hands all the way down to the bottom edge of it and swings it two-handed around her head and then whacks it into the same guy that you just threw the knife at. And again, his flailing around makes it hard for her to hit him. And it slams 
into the stairs. She says, we need to unite our efforts. Otherwise, this isn't going to go well. Back over to the banquet hall, Dodge, you have just acquired weapons and you are using one of them to cut this guy free and you've just done so. And, and as you guys are about to exit, <laughs> bursting back into the room comes a curly-lipped, curly-haired, hulking human. He sees you and the wood elf and he yells, Hey, there's two in here too. Hey, listen, hey, uh, quiet down. Oh my God. I'm sorry, dog. That's a that's a nat twenty. Yeah, I have one hit point, so. No. That's a nat twenty. What are your total hit points? My total if hit I points may? are a big old eight. Guys, moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> rip, rip for Dodge right now. Rip for Dodge. He hits you for seven damage. <laughs> okay. Split. And you fall unconscious. Holy shit, that was close. We need to take a break. This, uh, this could get this could get bananas here. Uh, hey everyone, Blake here. Just wanted to jump in real quick and say we have maps. I finally got around to uh, drawing some moderately decent maps of the tower, and we got those scanned and up on the website. So if you're kind of wondering what the positioning is like, what the layout of this place actually is, you can go to our website and find the maps. Website is diceboys.com, and that's boys with a z also speaking of our website on our website there is a contact link and boy oh boy would we love for you guys to get in touch with us uh there's a form there you can you can send us an email i would love to hear any listener questions you have about characters or npcs or story plot points dm style anything anything you guys want to do reach out ask us that's great uh so go to that contact link there there's also a link to find our voicemail we want to hear your DD story funny story memorable story short anecdote anything we just love the fact that there are people out there creating stories with their friends and we want to use the resources we have to help share those stories with everyone so give us a call and leave a voicemail and there's a link to do that on our website. But the number, in case you're wondering, is 503-765-5807. And by this point, you've probably heard kind of what we're trying to do. We just tag those on at the end of every episode. So, yeah, give us a call. Reach out to us via email. Get in touch with us. Also, we're on social media, Instagram, Twitter, I think Facebook group, maybe. I don't know. But you can find us, again, Dice Boys. That's boys with a Z. Lastly, if you're feeling what we're feeling into what we're doing, just uh, leave us a review on your podcast service or better yet, best thing, tell your friends word of mouth. That would be awesome. All right. Before we get back down to the basement, just real quick, a drift globe. A drift globe is like a like a crystal ball that floats in the air and it's like a it's like a lantern, but it's a ball. And that's what Dodge had. He had a drift globe and he stuck that in the dumbwaiter. 
kind of glossed over that. It's a magical item that he started the campaign with. So Drift Globe, in case anybody was confused. All right, let's get back to the table. Jens and Jurgen and Fancy Henry are, well, Jens and Jurgen are going to try to put out their fire. Jens does so. Jurgen, whose face is charred, is still struggling. Fancy Henry is going to attack you, Alok. Bring it. And he misses. All right. He slams. You dodge out of the way just in time as his weapon slams in the stone wall of the tower and sends dust and rock flying at your face. And then I want to taunt him a little bit and just be like, I guess those flames don't really make you faster, I guess. Uh, I, I also forgot, uh, Matthias, go ahead and roll uh, fire damage. What did I say? D8? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to be like eight, dog. Oh, whoa. Eight, daddy. Dude, just kite him. So let's just kite him. <laughs> Jurgen screams as his face burns a la Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he falls over into the burning stairs. Goopy. Dead. Fancy Henry is not feeling so fancy, and Jens is rolling around and barely alive. Coming up the stairs, though, behind Hans, are two ravenous dogs there to support their master, and they are heading toward you and Holly and Alok. I like dogs, so I'm not really too worried. (laughs) I do not believe that these are like pet dogs. They seem more uh, violent dogs. Oh, hate is taught, you know. And it's at that that you hear the... Wow, dude. The duel... The... <laughs> Just let that land for a second. <laughs> it's at oh, that that you God. hear the dual flang of two more crossbows firing off. And they both, again, just slam into the wall near you. And you can see Yasmina and Josefina kind of huddle around near the banister at the other stairway opposite Hans. They are positioned to fire at you all. Alok, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Um, when I jump down the stairs, mm-hmm. is there anybody in between me and the lip of the balcony? Um, so you and Holly and Matthias are all kind of up against this back wall Okay. Um, by the stairs and uh, by the spiral staircase leading up to the second floor. And there's the whole length of the balcony before you okay so everyone's in front of us basically kind of they're kind of off to your side if you wanted to run to the edge of the balcony fancy henry's definitely going to get an attack of opportunity on you well if that's where my my head's in a place where i want to rush him and swing my sword and try to knock him over the balcony okay um so what i'll say is if you want to do that it's not going to be so much a sword attack you would just have to push him okay and, and we'll uh, do a strength piece. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's great. So I'm going to like bull rush him. Yeah. <laughs> and he laughs. And that's a 22. Yes. He rolled. Oh, no. A 15. And you catch him on his back foot. Hit him baby. with the rock bottom, oh, baby. Yeah. And in the people's elbow. Push him across the balcony. I'm going to say that you guys land up against the banister 
and you have the full weight of your body pushing on him, trying to get him pushed over the edge of the balcony. And you can feel the smoldering bow tie gets put out on your chest as your body is pressed against his body. And he's grinning and salivating. And (laughs) I always knew you were a wuss. Is that what you thought? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're really trading insults here, aren't we? Are, Wuss. Th- are these insults? I don't. I'm going to kill you in a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> Calm down, guys. Jeez. This is getting really ugly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I haven't pinned up against this ra- railing. Uh. I'd like to pull one of my hand axes out from like back of my belt. Mm hmm. And just hold it up to his throat as I have him pinned up, kind of like leaning over. You pull out your hand axe as you guys are half-orc face to half-orc face. And you can see, hanging off the edge of the balcony, 12 feet below the stone floor. And off to your left are Yasmina and Josefina with crossbows trained. And off to your right is Hans with crossbows trained and two dogs running past him. And behind you is... Matthias and Holly and this conflagration that's building on the spiral staircase up to the second floor. Down in the banquet hall, Powell does something, but nobody's there to witness it. Unfortunately for you, Dodge, he can't cast cure wounds. Yon Yon, you're up on the fourth floor. Biggle has just bolted downstairs. Bolted downstairs. You have no idea of what is happening downstairs. You are just caught in a mind puzzle with your friend and co-worker or mm-hmm. fellow business owner yeah i'm just very taken by this whole room okay it, i also noticed that there were no i think there's something more to this room okay i want to go investigate the the easel and i'm kind of wondering why there isn't an instrument here and there's a sheet of music and give me give me an intelligence roll to see what you remember that's gonna be a 13 you don't remember seeing an instrument anywhere in this tower. Like, yeah, at all. At all. But you do remember when you first came in to the tower, there were two statues on the main floor. One to either side of the hallway. And one of those statues was of a satyr playing a flute. And a bunch of people around him, like little figurines, little sylvan figurines dancing in revelry and that is the only instrument you remember seeing in this entire tower is a presumably stone one downstairs i'm gonna grab the sheet of music and then make my way down to the third floor with biggles okay great so matthias you are on the balcony and there are two dogs that are rushing at you and directly ahead of you Alok has just pushed Fancy Henry, and they're leaning over the edge, the banister of the balcony, and off to your right, coming up the stairs from where the dogs are coming, is Hans, posed with the crossbow, and off to your left are Yasmina and Josefina, also posed with crossbows, firing at you and Holly. Next to you, Jurgen has just fallen over, charred from this fire, and Jens seems badly injured. Uh, Is Jens still on fire? He is. Excellent. I will leave him still on fire. On fuego. How far away are the dogs? Ten feet in closing. Okay. Uh, so they're, they are in between me and, and Hans. Correct. Excellent. I am going to cast uh, Shalala. Okay. 
um, which is a bonus action, and then I will ready an attack action to uh, bash one of these dogs when it gets close enough. Okay, so a spectral staff yep. appears in your hands, similar to the one that Holly is wielding, and you, the two of you are standing there in full druid form. Just ready to go. And it's at that that Hans fires another crossbow bolt at Holly, and he says, What are you playing at, Holly? Who are all these fools? And why are they getting in my way? And the bowstring on his crossbow breaks. He rolled a one. Yes. Ah, yeah. Yeah. It's time to turn a page. Nobody buys American anymore. <laughs> all right. He curses and throws the thing down onto the ground and says, Never mind. And pulls out a short sword from his side and starts closing in the gap, running behind the two dogs. Biggle, you have just frustratedly left the fourth floor. Mm -hmm. And you're now back down onto the third floor, taking back in this construction site, and you can hear the sounds of battle from the floors below. Yeah, I'm ready to roll. What are you doing? There's got to be, uh, there's got to be something around here somewhere. Um, first things first, I'm popping my head out the window. That's right. Oh yeah. We, what do we I, left with you what do I looking see out the window. Immediately the, outside of the window. I'm head out. I'm doing a quick, like all yeah. four corners. You can see that the storm has cleared uh -huh. and that it looks like it's going, the sun is going to rise shortly. Okay. Don't care about that. I'm looking for a ladder to the roof. Okay. So you look up. Mm -hmm. And you see on the floor above you where there was a panoramic view, right. you see only stone from the outside. I was right. I knew it. Do I see anything around me that could help me get outside of the building? Uh, there are, there's a gathering of tools and uh, a couple crates as well as all the construction materials. But you don't see anything that looks like um, initially. And you're, you're crunch, crunch, crunching on these, this broken glass. And at one point, a piece of broken glass pokes through your leather oh, fuck. shoes. And you, you feel like you're, you're bleeding a little bit. Uh, okay, so there's nothing else on this floor then, from what I'm understanding. From what you can tell, just with a cursory look around. Uh, this, this was a... Uh, you're welcome to look in the crates if you want. No, I don't need to look in the crates. Um, do I get a sense of what's directly below me when I look out the window? Like what side of the building am I on? Yeah, you look out the window and kind of to your right a little mm -hmm. bit, you can see the front stoop. The front stoop. Yeah, so if if the top of the building were a clock, you would be at like four o'clock. Okay, so I'm on the opposite side of the building from where I want to be. Where do you want to be? I want to be on the, the side of the building that is directly above the stained glass windows. So that is okay. where I'm running to. Okay. Which Great. is on the other side of the room. Yes. And those windows are, are paned. You can peer out, but you can't stick your head out. It is glass. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can not, break it. <laughs> it is breakable. I guess I got to go downstairs. Okay. So you pull your head in from the window, run across to the other side of the room, and look out the paned glass there, and just are frustrated at the fact that you can't really get anywhere. And so you head back to the spiral staircase yep. 
and that's going to be... take the dash, dash action and go down the stairs. Yeah, so we'll say that you get to the bottom of the stairs with the dash action and all your movement moving around in the room and moving down. Cool. And as you're coming down the stairs, you can feel the heat from this fire that has built up on the stairway leading up to the second floor from the balcony. Yep. Uh, you can he- feel that heat radiating down the hallway as you approach the second floor. We cut over to the banquet hall where Dodge's unconscious body is lying. And Dodge, in the blackness of your unconscious state, it's a very strange thing because you have no awareness prior to this. But your awareness peaks up in kind of a weird nothing reality as a voice whispers to you and says, I'm waiting for you, Darsh. I'm not done with you yet. So I want you to give me a death saving throw at advantage. That means he gets to roll two d20s instead of one. That's a 12, daddy. Okay. Consider that one success. Wee! You are still unconscious. Cut over to the balcony, and Holly makes another attack with her... No. She doesn't do that. She sees you readying the attack as these dogs... Uh, you, Matthias, as these dogs come running toward you, and she readies an attack as well, so that when they close in, and she kind of looks at you as her grip tightens on her... St- on her staff and you see her knuckles turn white and her eyes flash green in the runes and her staff brighten up for a moment and her muscles tense and tighten as she is prepared to lay into these dogs. Matthias, you hear a deep human voice say, I took care of the other one in the banquet hall. They're both down now. And uh, a hulking human comes out of the hallway onto the main floor and is heading over toward where Hans is. And at that, go ahead and roll fire damage to see what Jens takes at the start of his turn. Favorite part, favorite part of the time. Big Daddy uh, 8. That's going to be 4. He screams a vicious screams, scream and falls over dead into the burning fire that has engulfed the entirety of the staircase at this point and is now spreading onto the carpet where you are standing and Thanks. covering his body and Jaeger's body. Fancy Henry is face-to-face with you, Alok, and tries to push you off of him. Let's make another strength roll. That's a 19. He rolled a 12. And he's just... <laughs> struggling is with you Is that all you got? I want more interactions between the two of you before you kill him, please. <laughs> please Basic interaction. Hey, you're dumb. Yeah. No, you're dumb. <laughs> you have a stupid bow tie. You're not wearing a bow tie. <laughs> Matthias, these two dogs run toward you and Holly to make attacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And as they close in, you and Holly both swing down on them. Uh, does a 23 hit? <laughs> Very handily it does. Okay, great. That is that eight, eight damage. Okay. You smack Fifi. <laughs> and Holly misses. The dog 
that she was swinging at, and instead it runs up and bites her, bites onto her calf for five damage, and she falls to one knee. Her staff kind of lands to the ground as this crossbow bolt that hit her in the left arm is just ble- like she's bleeding from that wound and now this dog has her by the leg and she's struggling but she seems resilient and focused nevertheless the dog that is coming at you after you hit it it lunges back at you Ooh, yeah it's gonna hit you and it bites onto you all right for five damage boy howdy and at that you hear the simultaneous dang dang of two crossbow bolts firing off from Yasmina and Yosefina. Does a 13 hit you? Does not. You have just enough mind to instinctually raise your shield up. Bing! As this dog is biting into your leg. But unfortunately, the other bolt buries itself right into Holly's shoulder for seven damage. And she falls over unconscious. Taking quite a bit of damage. <laughs> Just shout out to Holly Tank. And the dog that has her by the leg is still kind of like pulling at her unconscious body and then realizes that she's down. Just saliva flying from its jowls turns toward you. Alok, you are on the edge of the banister, unaware of everything that is happening around you. Your eyes locked with Henry's. And he looks at you. He just tried to push you off, and he looks at you, and he says, I always knew you were a softy. And at this point, I'm just, like, leaning my whole body on top of him as he just, like, leans back on this railing. Mm-hmm. And I have my hand axe that I've pulled out from behind me. Mm-hmm. And I want to hold it up to his throat. Henry, you disgust me. You give orcs half orcs. Like me, a bad name. You show no mercy when you should. And you laugh at the death of children. I'll never, ever regret this. You are inconsequential. And then I pull the hand axe across his throat. Go ahead and make an attack at advantage. I'm going to give you advantage on this. That is a... 10. With advantage, he headbutts you as you try to bring this hand axe up, and your hand falls away. Dice don't lie. Yon yon. You're about to leave the fourth floor. Biggle has run downstairs. You will, once again, are completely unaware of what is happening below you, but are nevertheless befuddled by this room that you've been in. What do you do? I am going to take one last look at the room. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just want to make like a perception check as okay. I'm leaving. Yeah, go ahead. That's going to be 16. Okay. So as you're about to descend the stairs, the clouds part a little bit as this storm is breaking and the moonlight shines in and you see a glint of something shiny on the floor. And it looks like a little ring of metal from where you're at. It catches the moonlight ever so briefly as the clouds part just for a moment to allow the moonlight to shine in before the clouds cover the moon again. Bingo. Um, I would go make my way towards that. Okay. And what you see is a ring about two inches in diameter 
It's a very simple, mundane metal ring. And tied to this ring is a length of string that is frayed at the end. It's about maybe two feet of string. It's frayed at the end as though it has broken. Give me an intelligence roll. That's going to be a 15. This looks like what you would use to pull down an attic door. And you realize that. And you, as you've bent over and you've pulled this thing up, you look at it and you realize what it is. You, your eyes go up to the ceiling. And you can see up on the wooden ceiling is a tiny little metal hoop with a tiny little bit of string hanging from it. And your eyes can kind of make out in the creases of the wooden ceiling the shape of a hatch door. Hmm. I wonder where this goes. And then I'm going to cast Mage Hand and have it go up and pull on the, on the string. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a dexterity roll to see if you can dodge out of the way as this door comes down very rapidly and a ladder descends just like an attic door would to see if you can dodge out of the way to not get full Clark Griswold <laughs> here just get smacked by the thing that's a nat 20 Whew. yeah you know exactly what's happening you, you just kind of yeah, step dude, to the side knew, yeah. yeah I was and you are greeted by a rush of fresh air and slowly emerging starlight as you look up this set of steps that leads to the roof of the tower. I go up those steps. Matthias, back on the balcony. All right, so I've got two dogs, like, right on me. Yes. <clears throat> Holly Hans has is, just fallen unconscious. Hans has got a crossbow trained on me, and the other two have a crossbow trained on me. Yes. So the odds are poor. Correct, sir. And the stairs leading to your only getaway are now on fire, thanks to you, incidentally. Yeah, no, I know. I, 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 yeah. That's how all fires start. They somehow <laughs> come to, like, back to burn you in yeah, the Yeah, no, and, and also the, the floor is burning beneath me. I would like to try and calm these animals down. Okay. <laughs> all right. You uh, tell me how you do that. Uh, I'm just going to try and do an animal handling check and see if I can just... Okay, I'm going to say that's going to happen at disadvantage because they are viciously attacking you and fighting you. All right, yeah. No, this is my literal only play. So, an 11 is my best. I also rolled a 20 as yeah. the other one, <laughs> the which other is one a bummer. Is a <laughs> Oof. But, uh, Woof. Uh, I'm going to say that the dog that was, that was attacking Holly that is now turning to you hesitates for a moment okay what do you say like what do you do in character oh excuse me beast 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 you're i am not i am not the enemy it is the masters it is the enemies oh, they want to kill you so they good, want to harm dude. you they want to make you the slave you are not Fuck a slave that, beast you're not a slave beast you're not a slave beast that was good enough RP that I'm going to take away the disadvantage and give you the 20. Yeah. Boom! Because I'll give you inspiration that, for that, that too, man. That was awesome. So <laughs> the, one, the one that was attacking Holly that had turned its sights to mm -hmm. you was like, hmm? And then turns back toward Hans for a moment. And the one that's biting you lets its teeth go and sits down and looks at you kind of quizzically. And I turn my head to the side like it's doing. <laughs> 
match it? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, you're not a slave beast. You have your, you get the masters. You, you crush the masters. You crush them. That, fuck, that's so good. I love it. Just any any chance you can just play that proletariat. Yeah, the- <laughs> play, play the proletariat yeah. against the fucking yeah. ruling class. Yeah, hundred percent. Any moment so you can squeak good. that in, you're about it. And Han says, "A nice try, cowboy." Oof. And fires a crossbow bolt right into your chest. Yep. For six damage, and I'm down. That is two players down in the dice boys party. It's a good run though. We got three this is more. why you don't split the party. Public public service <laughs> announcement. PSA. So Dice Boys is actually just a PSA about not splitting the party. We're not good at this. <laughs> We're not good D&D players. Biggle. All right, Biggle You is... hear the death cry of Matthias. Yeah, Biggle is just completely exasperated at this point. I'm like halfway down the stairs on the third floor, down to the second floor. Mm-hmm. I'm just booking it i know that all of my people are down there i can't figure out what's going on in this tower everything that he's tried to do has failed and he's like i'm i'm not dying in this tower i'm not gonna die in here and so he uh runs down the stairs runs down to the hallway So I'm going to just run as far as I can with my regular movement. And then I'm going to pull a potion out of my pocket and I'm going to just throw it as far as I can. You've come down onto the second floor Mm -hmm. and you're running down the hall, down the hallway till my movement is over toward the burning stairway leading to the balcony. Yep. And then I'm going to reach into my bag in my satchel I'm pulling out a potion of alchemical fire and I'm throwing it down the staircase okay. to the balcony Okay, because I don't know what's going on and Just I have been toss? completely out of it yeah at the base of the stairs it explodes and just decimates these corpses or these burning corpses that are already there of Jens and Jurgen. you just you feel the heat as soon as he chucks up. this thing he just Biggle just drops to his knees ugh and he's so exhausted from running up and down all of these stairs. <laughs> sure, human so, size, not like, gnome size. He just feels like he's contributed nothing to this whole endeavor. And he just collapses on the top of the stairs at the base of the hallway. Great. That is going to be two players down and one mentally destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Dodge. The whisper says, I am waiting for you. Gosh. Go ahead and make a death saving throw at advantage. 17. All right, that's another success. Holly needs to make a death save, which she fails. I told you to go protect her, man. You just had a cockfight with some other dude. I jumped down a he flaming jumped down stair. A <laughs> what are you talking about, no, but dude? No, no, he's got a fair point, though. He's got a fair point. He did say protect Holly. Not, twice. Yeah, but not one time actually. He twice. took away the biggest dude. He's fighting the biggest, burliest dude there. I mean, I killed the other two. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm taking a piece out the puzzle, you know? Not the piece we needed. Coming up the stairs behind Hans. Oh, man. there's None of you guys are down there now. Matthias, you're unconscious. No. Alok, you're there. I'm there, man. You're aware of what's happening. I just got headbutted in the freaking face. You feel a hand 
on, on your back and you, you hear a voice say, Henry's my friend. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, think about it. And bludgeoning blow lands next to that hand for four damage. Okay. This guy's got HP, though. <laughs> yeah, not enough. Not enough, I don't think, for it. For, this is this is not going well for you guys at all. Uh, so Jens is dead. That's good news. Jurgen's dead. That's good news. Fancy Henry, after he headbutts you, his nose is now bleeding. He tries to push you off again. Let's do strength v. strength. Okay. I just rolled for him. Uh, that is a six. He rolled a seven. So he pushes you back at arm's length, enough to kind of stand up. Stiff arms me. Yeah. Let's see what Fifi and Fufu decide to do. Fifi, the one that had bit into Holly and turned toward Hans, runs and attacks him. My dog. <laughs> he dodges out of the way. He's confused. What are you doing? Get the, get the half-orc! And it's just snarling at him now. Just reinfor- reinforcing it. Yeah. yeah, like, this dog does is way more anti, anti-establishment now. Yeah. For sure. Fufu, the other one, runs toward Yasmina and Yosefina. Straight at the masters. And runs right past them. Oh. And heads for the door. She's going feral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going feral! <laughs> Yasmina and Yosefina, one of them runs after and says, Fufu, no, no, oh, stay, the stay, come, please. And the other one, silly creatures, and fires a crossbow bolt at you, Alok. Does a 13 hit you? No, it don't, baby. All right. It hits the banister right next to Fancy Henry, and it is your turn. What would you like to do? After he kind of stiff arms me, Mm -hmm. he's like holding me out. I'm going to hit the inside of his arm, trying to kind of like buckle his elbow out. Yep. Yep. And uh, lean back onto him. And without any hesitation, I'm going to take my long sword and try to like just push it right through his stomach. Okay. Great. Go ahead and make an attack roll. It's going to be a uh, 16. That'll hit. You feel your sword push into him and you see blood come out of his grinning mouth. And that is going to be a seven. Seven damage. He is still alive. I'll just let him think about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yon Yon, you're looking at the stars. It's calm and quiet. The storm is broken. And this kind of attic ladder has descended to your feet, and you are slowly making your way up into the cool night air. And you emerge onto the roof of the tower, and you're looking out over the night sky, and you see something very striking. A stone bench, and on that bench, the robed corpse of a human. As you emerge onto the roof, carrion birds that had been pecking at its corpse look at you and then fly away and you see that this body 
has been laying here on this bench almost ceremonially, and birds have pecked at it. It's almost completely unrecognizable. It's been devoured by birds. But there is nevertheless something, while it is morbid indeed, it is nevertheless also somehow appropriate and strikes you as intentional. As though this body was meant to be here for these birds. And that's all that I see. You see one other thing. You see a coiled up rope ladder that can be dropped off the side of the tower. Okay, um, I'm going to stop for a second. And right where Biggles dropped at the foot of the stairs is my unseen servant sitting. Okay. And I want him to put his hand on Biggles. And maybe grab him by the elbow. Yeah, and grab him by the elbow and kind of pull him back, like to get back up on his feet. Um, then I'm going to kick the ladder down and start climbing down the ladder. Okay, great. Matthias, give me a death saving throw. That's a nine. Oof. That is one fail, sir. Two more of those and you were outright dead. Hans is kicking at Fifi. And he says, foul creature, unreliable, and brings his sword down and misses, and that seems to anger it even more. Alok, you feel the whiff of another cudgel swing from this hulking human graze over the top of your head as you are engaged with Henry, who spits blood in your face. Now that's not nice. He just laughs and bears his bloody teeth at you and swings at you. Does a 15 hit. 15 connects. And he does five damage to you. I can't imagine that you're doing well at this point. I got this. (laughs) (laughs) Fifi bites into Hans and yelps as her teeth catch on the studded leather bracers that he has on his shins. He's got shin guards? He's got shin guards, dog! (laughs) Damn! Ready. And two more crossbow bolts fire at you. Oh, sorry, no, one. Uh, You hear the echoing voice of one of these two female humans that have been firing crossbows uh, as she chases off her pet dog into the night. The other one fires a crossbow at you. And we established that a 15 hit. We did. It hits you right in the neck for five damage. And I'm out. (laughs) The last thing you hear is Hans saying to this person that just hit you as your as your eyes are rolling back into your head. He's yelling at he's yelling orders and he says, Gather these bodies in the banquet hall. Tie them up. I want to know what they were after. And I want that painting. And I want my grandfather's dagger. Go ahead and give me a death save, Alok. Real quick, how does second wind work? Am I able to use that unconscious? No, not when you're unconscious. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. That's a 19. All right. Consider that a save. I shall. (laughs) Uh, Boy, guys. We got this shit. A lot of unconscious homies up in this party Damn. right now. All right. I should have known that. So, Biggle, you're in the hallway mm-hmm. on the second floor. Mm-hmm. 
unaware of the defeat of your employees, your compatriots. I've collapsed to the ground and Mm -hmm. I sort of gather my senses to a weird tug on my shoulder. And I wake up as I'm hearing, take them to the banquet hall. And I look up and I see the dumbwaiter across from me. Mm -hmm. And And you feel the tug of... I feel this tug. This of what you would recognize as Yon Yon's unseen servant trying to pull you back up the stairs. And for whatever reason, Biggle feels a sense of loyalty to these guys that he's drug here. And so he pushes himself up off the ground and walks over to the dumbwaiter, opens the door, climbs inside, pulls the lever and heads down in silence into the kitchen. Not quite in silence because the elevator. Kunk, 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 no, no, no. Kunk, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's in silence. And uh, as I'm walking down, I'm preparing a potion in my satchel. Okay, yeah. As the as the dumbwaiter is descending, yeah, in the darkness, uh, instinctually without even needing to see, although you can because you have dark mm-hmm. vision, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't even have to look at it. You're just kind of looking off absent-mindedly thinking, contemplating, and you're preparing a potion, and you feel a crunk of the dumbwaiter land at its destination. And you can hear all kinds of commotion. You can hear the muffled sound of Hans's voice. And I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait in the dumbwaiter until it sounds safe for me to exit. Okay. Dodge, why don't you give me another death saving throw at advantage. 15. You wake to consciousness <laughs> as a voice says to you, Yes. Oh, man, no. That S sound drifts off, and it's almost like, did, did I dream that? And you just hear the sounds of, I'm going to... Dodge was unconscious, but woke to an off-putting whisper in his mind. What the hell was that voice? Will the players find a way out of this situation? Will Yon Yon and Biggle join the fight and help them turn a corner eventually? And what is the story with Hans and Holly and Amadeus and this now-dead wizard? And how is it all connected? And what's with the stained glass windows? To find out, tune in next time. 
we're going to start moving toward answers on a lot of these questions. Before we go, I want to say thank you to Stumptown Coffee Roasters for their Passion Project grant and helping us fund our equipment budget. I want to say thank you to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off their album Broken Machine. Great album. You should check it out at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com. And, of course, as always... Thank you to you for listening and for being at the table with us and giving us your time. And more importantly, thank you for all the other tables you sit at with your friends to game and create memories and create stories and practice imaginative play and empathy. Uh, We love you for it. Thank you so much. And remember, the right play is the fun play. guys this is Steph uh, in my game I play a dragonborn sorcerer named Marine who has joined an adventuring group called Adventures Limited because I feel like I've plateaued in my advancement as a sorcerer so like pretty solid C-level student anyway my favorite moment was when my DM created which I can only assume is in a state of insanity a portal stone maze that encompassed four rooms and five portal stones in each room. This meant my DM had to swap sheets of paper maniacally whenever we selected a portal to go through. I'm not a statistician, but that's got to be like six, I don't know, 600 different permutations. So in order for us to keep track of where we had to go, we had to leave a trail of body parts that the half-work in our group was keeping as a snack. It was bananas. Um, Love the podcast. Look forward to listening to it weekly. Thank you so much. Keep it up.